0: What? What? Alright, good morning, evening, afternoon, Joe curve today. I So
1: i said to that before. We are back, current, former, and future Eagles, after a little hiatus. Hope you guys had a nice Thanksgiving with you and yours. Watch some football. I know Noah had a nice Thanksgiving. He was 3-0 in the picks on Thanksgiving Day.
2: Yeah, I put it in the comments of the Instagram. I knew I was going 3-0 and and nobody believed in me, but I believed in myself. you 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 manifested that. They wrote me off.
1: I ain't right back. That's right, Gino. Good job. Episode 6 of The Buzz, and it is the last one of – or we skipped the end of the BC football season – we have not recorded since our Notre Dame preview, so we are we know, we will talk about it and more. We are excited to not excited to review the season, but we're excited to be looking forward to next year. We have not recorded since our Notre Dame preview, and we're excited to be back, definitely. I, I think that's the sentiment, guys. What do we think? We're we excited to be back? No? We're not excited to be back?
3: We're definitely back, you can say that for sure. It's, like, Mike, it's
1: like It's like Mike, it's like Mike, you know, he writes the thing. I'm back. Except the buzz is back. And we are back with our first flyby since this November twenty second. BC football in their last game of the season lost to Syracuse thirty two to twenty three in the final game of the season and the career for Zay Flowers and the other seniors one last time in alumni.
0: And let's also not forget we didn't get a chance to review it and we will never review it.
1: But BC did lose to Notre Dame. I was not mentioning that. I was just that was just they just, played they played Notre Dame. Exactly. See exactly. That's the mentality. One I had no idea. They did play Notre Dame, and they lost 44 to nothing. and you can tell by the final score that there's not much to talk about there, so I figured we'd focus on Syracuse. Zay Flowers had a good night, I'd say. I mean, just, just good, that's about it. With two touchdowns, he became BC's all-time touchdowns leader with 28. He also leads the entire Eagle history in receptions and receiving yards, so... One of the greatest Eagles of all time, Zay Flowers, played his last game in alumni. Unfortunately, the guy's going to get done for him. And they were winning this game, too. They were, I believe they had a 6 or 5, five or 6. 17 time. to 6, ten? I think. 17, 17 to 11 point lead at one point. And, and then they didn't cover. And then they didn't cover. And they co- Actually, no, they did. It was, ten. It was
0: like 17 to 6 with like 5 minutes left. In the third.
1: And, and Syracuse just came out of nowhere and pulled those points out. Garrett Schrader threw a bomb to, I think it was Rondé Gatson. I don't remember who.
4: But, I just don't know how you can be up by eleven and then lose by more
1: than I, I can I can I can I can I can name a team that goes up by a lot and then proceeds to lose. Can anyone else name a team? The Ravens. That's correct. New York Rangers. The Baltimore Falcons. Balls. All side, Jim. So that's that's it for BC football season. They finished three and nine, two and six in the conference. And just not what we expected. We will be reviewing it in more detail later. But moving into the hockey now.
0: Uh, yeah. All right. So they had two games since our last uh, last recording. Uh, I don't know if we recovered it, but they did beat UMass Lowell three two. We got that big win. Okay. Uh, preceding week play Notre Dame. They lost five two. And actually, what was a much closer game It was two two to like around I think seven minutes left in the game. Again, though they struggle with in the neutral zone as they've always have, and they also struggle late, which was a recurring theme here in today's game in uh game against Brown yesterday,
5: you say they were leading two two most of the game as soon as I turned the game on t v they just fell apart yeah i I think I think maybe I'm bad luck it's
1: with a the Paul team. curse well, I, think.
4: I feel like if if I'm there behind that goal, we don't lose. that's me personally, but day after Thanksgiving, what are you gonna do? I'm just I'm just saying like if I'm yeah, behind you know, the net, we're uh, not. <laughs> <laughs> it's at least plus two goals. Yeah, you know, Anytime they want to find. That, anybody like anybody chi- wants.
1: Turkey or chicken was. No
3: no, 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 no. I
1: think.
0: Yeah. No, you do not. You and the fucking f- oh,
2: Gio. Oh, Timmy wasn't
1: good. here for this. Timmy wasn't. Not, not with ketchup. Not with ketchup.
0: I was not I was on the podcast. Gio is a big
2: Italian. He eats chicken parm with oh.
1: ketchup. It's not true. And that's not how you do it. It's. Oh! Ketchup. Please tell me you at
0: least got the chicken parm from Rockies. We did. Don't worry. All right. Now we're going back to hockey. Um. Played Brown yesterday. Got a 4-2 win. It was honestly not the nicest game. Uh, BC, Brown's not good. They're 1-6-1. They're second to last in the ECAC. They shouldn't, BC should have smoked them. They didn't, 4-2. Uh, it was 2-0. BC uh, scored, I believe, uh, Let's. I wrote that. Uh, well, best let's just go with who scored first. Cutter and Gasso, both had two points. One goal apiece, one assist apiece. Uh, it's 2-0. Going into the final minutes of the third period, empty net goal, makes it 3-0. And then all of a sudden, Brown scores on a 6-5. And Brown scores on another 6-5 goal. And you get that scary feeling that they're going to come back and creep into this game. And, and Brown's not a good team.
1: Let's put no, that out. Brown man. is they're atrocious. Not a good team. Uh,
0: and then, but it's fine. Nestoranko had both empty netters. They were scoring on empty. net. am making 4-2. It just shows that this team, just in the final minutes, cannot finish the finishing ability.
1: Going back to that
4: Northeast, very right important still. in every aspect. Got to be able to finish.
0: Yeah, got to be able to finish.
3: You're a big fan fan of guys who finish, yeah,
0: Jackson. Well, you guys finish. Got to finish. Okay, multiple cool. guys who
5: finish. Now this coming up is a huge stretch for this team. We got Providence back to back this weekend, home and, and home. then BU next week. So and then we and then we go into the two ranked
1: uh, opponents, right, Paul? Exactly. You I yeah. you like their chances against Providence from
5: Friday. Uh... We'll see. This not team great. is unpredictable. They're spotty with Northeastern. They pull out some like they've shown they've could pull out some gutsy wins. But I don't know how I feel about this. But they got the Christmas break coming up, so that even makes this stretch more important.
2: Oh, I see them splitting with Providence this weekend, and uh, I see I got the BU team is number seven in the new ranking. So let's see what happens.
0: All right. So to correct your point, they're not. BU is uh, nine in the current ranking. So cause they suck.
1: You're wrong. And you're wrong. Just, you know, yeah, yeah. Fact check that.
3: Speaking about of fact F- checkers.
4: F- fact checks brought to you let's by start. the Home Depot. Can we go? The let's talk about fact checkers
3: really quickly. Yeah,
4: let's, let's talk about fact checkers. So
3: I don't know how many. I hope all of you. because I don't know how else you see this. Uh, follow the Beacon Street Buzz Instagram. The Ten people that listen. Yes. But they fact checked us on our post about USA because we posted a picture of Christian Pulisic pulling up a shirt. I, mean, I a think deal. it's, fact that it's we called think soccer. It's called soccer. And they said no, that's not a real picture. Who cares? Because it is isn't a real picture, but that's not the point. The so point is once that again, once again, lost. the mainstream media is trying to censor us.
0: I would also like to admit that uh, I saw a Bleacher Report post the same photo. They didn't get flagged, right? They're always
3: going after the little guys. So always the little guys.
5: Barrier here at the Beacon Street Buzz, and I will not let Instagram stop
4: us. Jimmy has let himself go. Sorry, it was a sensitive topic. It's it's very emotional.
0: You
1: need 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 something? You all right? All right, back to hockey.
4: Let's let's finish
1: up hockey.
0: Uh, Again, you play the Tetherick Providence. You have to split one, preferably the one at home, because I'd like to watch you guys at least win. Uh, Some of us will probably be in attendance at Providence the next day, including Paul and potentially me.
5: I'll be heading down there. And to touch back on that, you in nine, Providence and 10. Jackson, very good.
0: Okay, and then you got BU. You got to win at least two of those games.
5: Jerry York.
0: Night. Beat Jerry BU and Jerry York tonight. That's the most important thing.
3: So and now moving on to uh, BC basketball. Um, you know they went obviously that loss against Maine. That was the last time uh, we talked on the podcast. Since then they went three and one. So not bad. Should be four and zero to be honest. Nick, can I, you're a very you're a basketball expert.
1: Um,
0: I'll, can you
3: ask me? Hold on, wait. Can you ask me? Can you tell me who Tartleton is? So I I uh, I believe that they are a community college. I I believe.
5: If I so Tarleton, I think I can... it's an old old war wooden ship. <laughs>
1: I
3: don't. <That> <laughs> a... <laughs> it might be a World war. Of is
4: 1812. It, is it noun or verb? did it?
3: get Tarleton. beat by an old wooden ship? Yes. Tartleton, the Tartleton Texans. All
0: right, and currently at the moment, BC is playing Nebraska. Yes, that's Half right. Time. It's thirty-seven, thirty-four. This will become uh, the result Nebraska. of the game. Will uh, have been
1: will have been decided by the time we record. But so there, by the door Huskers. The, what, Timmy? Go Huskers! You must have been on them or something. We're not going to talk no, about that. No, I don't bet. Nick, keep going. Nick, Nick, Nick
3: an old animal. Not That's like, like the Tarleton. And Texans. So you know, anyway. Um, yeah, Tarleton. That loss sets us back decades. Um, you know, they just. Ha- I I don't know. They just haven't been very good. They have. You know, like most PC sports, they're five and two, which, if you look on the surface, isn't that bad. But realistically, five and two is not going to work, especially against Nebraska. You probably got to win this one
1: against Nebraska. You probably got to, I mean, Duke, and then you play Duke on December 3rd. That's what you had
3: to. We talked about this. You had to win the majority. You had to win. You could only lose one of these games. You really shouldn't have lost any of these games, but you could only lose one of them. Now we're now we're approaching ACC play. We know for a fact we're not gonna be great in ACC play. So, is it over? No. No, but but.
0: But I still want Duke.
3: No, it's not it. looking good. It's not looking be
0: good because we cannot shoot the three. I mean, it has been horrible against Rhode Island. Pretty sure we shot seven percent from three. That's Wyoming, twenty-three percent. Those are the last two games. And Timmy,
1: you said it right in the first right at the first game of Cornell.
0: Like, you gotta be able to shoot the three, and yeah. you gotta be able to hit it. They haven't scored over fifty, and they have scored under sixty points in the last four games. They played George Mason, Tarleton, Wyoming, and Rhode Island. How do you not score at least sixty points in any of those games? And that's
1: what I'm saying. Where are the points going here? Like, you we, we look at the season; they don't score any. Sixty-nine is the lowest number against Maine, and then you have fifty-nine <laughs> and fifty-three against Wyoming 69. and Rhode Island. Those are not going to get it done against actual teams.
3: Well, you're looking at, I think, the biggest problem for BC right now. Is it doesn't seem like they have a clear um, star player. They, they tend to. I like Zachary. I like Mackay Ash and Langford, but they're just not. They're not stars. Yeah. They can't be stars. They're not going to be the best player. Prince on team. would be that star though, and but we you shouldn't hurt. have Prince. They shouldn't rely on a freshman either yeah. to be your star. But not having him is such a is a big blow. Uh, you know, and oh, what'd you say? Oh, listen. <sighs> Nothing wrong with a big blow. Look, anyway.
4: look, look, look. I think what BC, like, our our three-point shooting is not good. But I think we're forgetting how to three-point shoot. We're kind of just, like, passing it right to it and chucking it. Right over back back know, to we got to dribble, penetrate the D, then kick out. That's how we're going to make were you our watching, team. Are you watching my the nary game? Talking about driving kick.
3: kick. Our game? Your real game for the last five
2: minutes you came and watched? I you know? can't.
1: No, I was suspended for the entire season and then the first eight minutes of the first half of the last game.
2: I'm going to raise one more point. We've been talking about the three. Another thing we talked about at the beginning of the season was free throws. I don't know if you guys remember that main game. We were 50% from the free throw line, and right now as we speak in the Nebraska game, we're shooting 55% from the free throw line. That's, That's it's, it's, it's it's inexcusable. Perfect,
3: but it's not going to cut it. So I think, like Noah was saying, if we shoot better from the free throw line will obviously improve. The fact that we're staying in these close games while shooting 50% for the free-throw line says something about this. Well, thing that's you know right. say, yeah, when I, you go
2: I, when you go late and you can't make free-throws, you're not going to win games. That's what happens. When you get late in games, free-throws are the thing they, that wins you the game. They end the They've already gone to the line 10 times.
1: In DeMar plays, he draws fouls like it's nobody's business. They've
2: shot 10 free-throws tonight already, and the game is only in the begin end of the first. Like That's a good amount.
1: So with that fly-by done, let's get buzzing into the... BC Football Season in Review. But before we do, I forgot to introduce us again. I'm Giovanni. I'm joined by Jimmy, Jackson, Timmy, Nick. Paul's an advisor tonight, and Noah's going to make his seven at the end of the podcast.
5: No, that's what you said, Paul. You said, yeah, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy, you just sit in. in. It, I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, think, I think bystander is the, the nice term. I came yeah. a little bit late. I came a little bit late. We're, 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 right. we're enjoying well, a night here in the studio.
1: Let's St- review BC season while we're at it. The Eagles go 3-9, and 2-6. and six. Not very good numbers. I mean, and I think it's just a relief, guys, to be able to move on from this season and look towards next year.
0: Gio, I got a question for you. Were you happy when Syracuse won? Because you are a known Syracuse fan.
1: I was not happy when Syracuse won because my dad was chirping me to another dimension. Okay. I was not in a good mood after that.
0: I wouldn't be in a good mood either.
4: Okay, that's that's good to know, Jackson. That's good. That's good. To... Oh, you want to you want to elaborate, on that?
3: Jackson? Your insight is always so great. You're like Shakespeare with your words. I tell you, what what, what an elaborate um, response is that, is that Sophocles talking to us right now? Oh my goodness! Nice.
1: Plato just dropped another one. Let's let's look into some stats and not focus on the record. Phil Jerkovich was the passing leader by some miracle. Oh, Phil played more games. This this oh, is true. Yes. But well, I mean, Morehead almost caught him too. It was only Phil only had one thousand seven
4: hundred eleven yards. had two, two. There we go.
1: The Morehead's twelve fifty four. Morehead only throws one less touchdown and two less interceptions. Although Morehead actually, had let, a few let's see this. Actually, Sunday. can someone yeah.
0: figure out how, what's the yards per game that
2: between the two and who had more? Uh, you have a computer. Hmm. Yeah, we, well, and and tell, that's, that's, I can tell you the answer. Her, right? All right, guess what? I'm going to tell you the answer the right now. The answer is Moorhead. Okay? It probably
1: is, actually. Wait, Morehead, 100% no, no, is. He no, no,
2: played, he played like. This. He had 1,250 yards. He played, what, three yeah. and a half games? Four as starter,
1: games. As the starter? As he played as, four, as four okay. games
0: as a starter. Okay. He played against He averaged about, I think, what, 250 a game? Right?
3: He had 330 twice in a row. I mean, that's. Look at this
1: math major over here. Form, former comp side manager.
3: Gentlemen, we've been talking about this all season. Moorhead was obviously the answer from the beginning. We knew that, uh, we actually, okay, I, wait. I,
2: actually have a good, I have a good. Question. I have a good question. What do you think the record is if you have Moorhead the entire season? I'm, I'm like honestly, don't lie, don't like stretch and be like ten think, and two.
1: I think they have a better chance against. That's a good question, though. No, I think they have a better chance against UConn. I think a game like. I don't think you lose to Rutgers. You don't lose to. I don't think you lose to Rutgers. The
0: Rutgers I, th- I think you do think lose think to Rutgers. Said. Because you, well you have to remember this was his retro freshman year, so he really hadn't never he really hadn't played. He sat out a whole year. I I don't think he wins I think they still won three games in total. Okay, so in his second start he beat a nationally ranked team. I don't really think the experience would have mattered by that. I think yeah, t- early I think in the season he looked schedule, shaky. Look at
1: the schedule. I think he beat Rutgers. I think he beat UConn. I think he beat Virginia Tech, actually. Because Virginia Tech is not a good team.
4: I actually agree with Timmy here. I think it stays the exact same. You're talking about a guy his previous start would have been in high school. I think you still lose to Rutgers. I mean, not much would have changed. Like, you're talking about NC State. Like, he came into a game where our season doesn't matter. Like, I, I obviously, all the pressure's off at that point.
0: Nothing to I mean, lose.
4: Yeah. But so next – I, that, that,
3: I would argue that that's not necessarily true, Jimmy, that it doesn't matter, the pressure's off. Do explain. Because imagine you're in your second start as the quarterback for, college, for your college, right?
0: Your other quarterback's healing to maybe potentially steal the job yeah. back.
3: And it's his last year, though. He's but, gone. And the more guy importantly, next year. More yeah. importantly, you have to prove to the coaching staff that you are going to be the guy next year. Exactly. Right? And, that, and that's why the that So that's a lot of matters. pressure. But we're, we're talking about winning in, games. So you're thrust, But you're thrust into a position where you see how much hate Phil Jerkovic is getting, and you know that if you screw up, you're going to get that same amount of hate. Now, so to say, to say that there was no pressure there,
4: uh, is a very wrong. low amount than versus starting. It, but you look, yeah, less, you look at,
3: yeah. less, yes. To say that there was no pressure or not a lot of pressure is untrue. But and, in terms of discredits pure, and discredits his performance. In terms of pure resume,
1: just resume building for the coaches, like you said, like NC State, you go into their house and beat a ranked team that's still fighting for their you know, in better bowl game lives, like,
3: it's a big deal. That's a big deal. And that's a good defense he threw against. The center. best in the conference at the time. You, like, he, he, what he did was he proved to, to not only the coaching staff but the fans, you say, okay, next year we're fine at quarterback. That's not a position we need to worry about. We well, need to I mean, worry about the not, secondary. Exactly. We need to worry about what weapons is he going to throw to. We need to see if that offensive line's going to hold up. But I, quarterback, the general, we don't have to worry about.
4: I hope okay. to God that that game does not make you say he's the guy next year.
2: But, but, but it does it not help him? The oh, fact it does. that he. Just, it, like, it helps him a lot. A lot. lot. I will say,
1: as much as we've like, hyped up
0: Phil. I mean, not Phil, uh, Moorhead. He has had shakes. That Notre Dame game. Sure, was it Snow? Yeah. It sure, does Notre Dame have a good defense? Yeah. To put up zero well, points. I
1: think it's to be expected. I mean, look, Naomi's To be not, not, expected not, to put up zero, up zero points. Not of that caliber, but in some. Yes. That's it's it to it be expected game. from a red shirt freshman who's playing his third ever college no,
0: game. It's not expected. Not in
1: that.
3: You should put up it's at least some weird. point, exactly.
0: especially no, when
3: the backup's a- coming for Notre Dame. I'm not trying to defend this, but... To close, to close out this argument, because we could do this forever. I think, in my opinion, you guys are right. That shouldn't, you know, be the say, uh, end all to say that he's the guy next year. However, if you're a BC fan, it's got to make you feel good that you've watched the guy who's probably going to be the quarterback
4: next year it gives you optimism. Well. When you're you
3: can be optimistic. There are things that and have to be fixed, of, but it's kind of nice. Six, it will be that's kind
4: of nice. Gio, how many interceptions did you say, Phil? had? Eight. How many did did so um, he average have? two a game? Six. That's how many six. games did they play? Um, I think Phil, Phil, I do not Phil, feel They'll play eight you. They'll play Eight, I, eight, I eight games. I don't feel better about myself if Emmett throws six in four games.
3: I mean, it's just like. But did you watch? Like and. Listen. I, I, did, Phil, watch. I Phil, did Phil Phil
4: Phil Did you has see shown his throw Saturday? He's
3: been a good quarterback. But did you watch just sometimes I've never seen I saw Phil throw the ball backwards randomly. Right? You remember that? Why did he do that?
0: Because he's stupid.
3: No, don't say Sorry, that. Basket. But he made a bad he made a yeah. bad play, but Who I never seen Emmett may have made some bad throws and that's true. But you look at him out there, he looks confident, he looks like ready and the guys Confident and the and went, oh, ready?
4: No, he does not.
3: What did are you, you talking about? Did
4: you watch the Syracuse game? Yes, yes I watched the Syracuse game. He is, he is not confident. He is not ready. He's he's as mobile but as Cat freak. But, but can he, can got, he
3: be ready? Know,
1: because Phil's
0: be, be mobility area.
3: was so great for us this season. I'm going right? to be the great area. way more mobile. You're than unbelievable. Than
0: You're than unbelievable. You're stop, unbelievable. Stop. I'm going to be the great area in here. Yes, would he look completely confident? Not at all. But he did look a little bit more confident in the pocket than Phil did. Clearly, there was something wrong with Phil. I don't know what it is. And also, the lack of a rushing game, in my opinion, was the true killer for yeah, us. Th- if you have a dual-threat offense where you can rush the ball, then then Moorhead will become more comfortable passing it.
1: When, you're, when your rushing leader has 403 yards on the season and then your next one is the true freshman Alex Broome with 225, that's not a good sign. For anyone, And Broom barely played. Broom had 50 carries, and that was probably part of the issue, is that only 50 carries for your guy who's averaging 4.5 yards per carry. Moving into the bright spot, which no one can debate, was the absolute MVP of the team. Mr. Zay Flowers put up 78 receptions for 1,077 yards and 12 touchdowns. All those numbers uh, the touchdown number is the best in history, but he is a semifinalist for the best receiver, the award for best receiver in the country. He was named the top Division One player in New England, first team all ACC, and is the leading receiver in BC's history in the Triple Crown receptions, touchdowns, and yards.
2: Yeah,
0: clearly the brightest light of yeah. this team, and honestly, probably really the only bright light on this
2: team. I mean, next year, you you can't fill that role. I don't know who is going to step up that, and be the number one the guy, worry. but there's there's nobody like. It will him be number one guy, year. but it won't be. Like, it won't. It, it will won't not be like to this that. level at all.
0: I, in my opinion, Zay should go at latest early second round. Early second round. The
3: biggest the biggest issue for him is you're going to see he can definitely be that he can be that that Tyree kill uh, that's what he's compared Waddle to kind of well, guy. Yeah. But of course, you know what they're going to say when he comes to the draft. He's too small. He played, he played at Boston College. Of course, he's gonna have a lot of targets. Of course, he's gonna have a lot of receptions. Because who else But well, that's the though? stat.
1: He had 51 more targets, it's receptions rather than the next guy.
3: Almost a hundred more targets. So you're saying to yourself, well, are these empty stats? You know, he's they're losing games. So like, is it is, is he going against second, third string corners? So that's, that's the argument you're going to hear. I don't think – I think you can just watch Zay play and see that that's just not true. I do not a translates. lot of guys like – I mean, not
1: in – at least in the ACC, where no. there's peop, where there's just a truly, like, at all levels, <clears throat> talented player. Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, sure, fine. Maybe it was my
0: idea of him being drafted early second round, like absurd, a little bit, but he has the talent. I mean, if you're, like, a finalist for – what was he, receiver of the year in all of college football? That's a yeah, semifinalist. Semifinalist, yeah. whatever. That's he'll, incredible. he'll go in the
2: first two rounds. But
0: think yeah. about how many receivers
2: there are. If he slips to the fourth, then it's a good pick for whoever gets him in the fourth. Yeah. And at look, New York Giants, please take him. Look, he's just incredibly reliable. All season, we
0: were down all season. We had a switch quarterback. We had a horrible offensive line. And it was always, at least we have Zay. One of, On one third, of the
1: catches of the college football season with that Moss in the
0: Louisville game. Exactly. Throughout the year, we could always count on him. And I think when he gets to the next level in the NFL, he's going to be a guy you can always count on, six, seven receptions a game. I think that's what his peak is. Obviously, he's not going to start like that, but I think he has the potential to be a pretty special
1: player. Yeah. And so on that note, we're moving into the first annual Beacon Street Buzz BC Football Awards. And, And the team MVP, the Zay Flowers team MVP is Zay Flowers. First annually, that was unanimously decided by the guys. Does Noah Ross want to announce the next award?
2: Uh, yeah, for the Defensive Player of the Year award. We will be giving it to Phil Jerkovic. Uh, okay.
3: Do you want to give the actual defensive player? No. that's. I that's- believe that- the runner-up was the offensive line, the entire one.
2: I like that pick because the first, they didn't block anybody this year. The so the defenders, win. the defenders actually benefited every single game they played against their offensive line. They were stat padding, basically. I
0: think, no, I think you're forgetting it was the other team's defense, not ours. Or are we?
5: Oh, oh! You guys, thank
0: you, Jackson. For, for a real <laughs> great analysis, Jackson once again. <laughs> uh, is that a- Adam Oh my uh, God!
1: Opinion.
0: Actually, I don't really have it. Timmy time.
3: decided the Doug
1: Flutie play of the year.
0: Mm, this is, you dizzy. know, this is a tough one because you want to say Zay Flowers is Moss because it is Zay Flowers is Moss. Yeah, it's probably Zay Flowers. Yeah, okay. It's <laughs> Zay Flowers wait, wait, what moss. other play is there? <laughs> Like,
4: um, when we finally got off the field against our name. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> the jog. We had a couple phenomenal punts against UConn. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Kenny, those, those are
0: traveling
1: what, thirty, <laughs> forty yards? yards. For, I mean, eight seconds a hang time. Honestly, the the
0: punter should be defensive player cuz he put the other offenses I he's offensive player. So
1: moving moving into next next award, which is the what happened win of the year.
3: Yes, the the James drop um what what happened win of the year award of course goes to the NC State game. Yes, sir. NC State <laughs> what happened
0: Um wait, hold on, before we continue on. Uh BC Nebraska it is now fifty three thirty eight in the press.
1: <laughs> That's
0: BC not... within ten minutes has scored a total of four points. Four. That's four I, American
3: points. I, I kid you not, there was more the, the game, my intermedial game was better to watch.
1: It was. That was down to the last one. Moving know. into our picks, we're no. gonna We're gonna be joined by a special guest, a friend of mine who's a junior at Auburn University, host Strictly the Strictly Auburn podcast, as what, well, which is an Auburn Football show that talks through every game. Also the owner of Laz Sports. I can get you to go check it out. This is Jake Lazarus joining us on the bus. Thank you, Jake, for being here. Thank you. Yeah. Jake, do I give a little intro about yourself? And yeah, you?
6: appreciate you, Gio. What's up, Nick, Noah, Jimmy, Timmy, and Jackson? I'm I'm excited to be here. I'm I'm I've been listening to you guys. I've been following along since day one. Um, yeah, thanks for having me, Gio. I've been. I'm a junior at Auburn, like you said. Went to high school with Gio, Went to high school with Jackson, um, and I'm excited to be here with y'all.
1: Yeah, let's go. Let's go. We're ready.
6: Let's run it up. G- G- we're, we're gonna
1: talk some <laughs> college ball. We're gonna talk some Bison oh. trophy, and we're gonna make some picks. How out. that sound?
6: I'm in. Let's get it.
1: So first, just I have a question okay, about. Okay. Do
6: before we jump into it? I heard on your yeah, last so. episode that Gio, you eat chicken for Thanksgiving. This is this is true. This is true. I, I, do, eat I do need let's to I do need to. Uh, I need answers.
1: You need answers. Well, Ooh, the answer chicken. I can provide. The answer I can provide is that we are not. We do not like the turkey. It, it, we <laughs> think it tastes dry, and we go for taste rather than tradition. So,
0: uh, long story short, he's
4: a loser. Thank you. All right. All right. Now, <laughs> all right, right is that, is that Thank you. you once say?
3: again, Sophocles. <laughs> oh, all right. You
1: what sucks in college ball is you—you get the SEC, which we're a little jealous of up here after going yeah. to nine this
4: year. Well, don't, we're Tigers, much better.
1: What do you think? What do you think of that hire, Hugh Freeze, coming over to the Tigers?
6: I mean, I like Hugh Freeze. I mean, he's a guy that wins football games. He's a guy who, I mean, has coached in the SEC before and has coached at the highest levels. He had success at Old Miss, obviously. Um, some scandals and some other stuff got him. Uh, Sent on couple risky phone calls, couple risky phone calls, couple risky DMs that probably should have stayed in the notes. I'm but sure this sent, fired it. out, um, headed to Liberty, found some su- success at Liberty, and I'm excited to have uh, Freeze on the planes. Yeah, let's go. Let's uh, go. You
3: know, can I can I talk about my Auburn fandom?
6: Yes, you can, Nick. So you know, oh, as a,
3: <laughs> a little as a as a child uh, in in the New York City area. Um, the only football team to really root for was Fordham or Syracuse. Some wagons, really. Yeah, we. So, yeah, no. so I searched, I searched, and then I watched this amazing game, the Iron Ball. Alabama versus Auburn. I've I I heard I this. Man, and I watched this man take a take a ball back a hundred and nine yards off a field goal, and I knew in that moment. <laughs> and what was, and was that Auburn. man's name? No way! I actually have Dude. no idea. I don't I actually, no no names. Names. No. I actually have no idea. Name. I
2: actually have no idea. Say it in, in your head.
3: head. Well, I'm not an Auburn fan.
2: <laughs> Scream it in your head. It's not Harris. It's Chris, Chris Davis. Davis. Nobody. It is Chris Davis.
4: It's Harris.
3: It's Harris.
2: This kid just—he
3: was—he he, he was an Auburn. Chris Davis <laughs> runs back. He game and couldn't
2: name the player so who ran it back. I will say yeah. though, I remember that game
0: live. I was at Madison Square Garden. The Rangers won 5-2 against the Vancouver Canucks, Just a yes, fun fact I would like to add. That's no no, no real importance to this conversation.
4: Just Was that words. the last time?
6: Well, Al- As you know, the Auburn fan knows, one second can make or break any game. So every football game we pack out our stadium. So it's, yeah, great experience, super cool experience. The SEC is definitely, yeah, one to travel to. So yeah.
3: uh, I would like to apologize for being a fake fan, guys. Um, Unbelievable. I, uh, no. I'd like to turn so, in my you know, Auburn sweater.
6: No, we'll take any Auburn fan. I'll take it. Let's make some picks.
1: Let's make some. Let's make some okay. picks about Jig. We want to hear who you think is taking home the what I like to call the Desmond Howard Trophy. Who's taking home the Heisman this year?
6: So just call. I the mean, Heisman. personally, I've been on the Caleb Williams train for a while. I'm not like a newcomer to this. I've been saying this since like week two, week three. Um, check it out on like on our show. But um, all, on our show, I was kind of catching the heat for it early in the season. As the season's played out, I mean, it's looking really good. He's accounted for 44 touchdowns this year, which is stupid. That's tied for the lead in FBS football. So he's played out. I mean, you guys got a chance to see Notre Dame. He showed out when they played Notre Dame. He went 18 for 22, 232 yards, uh, touchdown in the air, and three more on the ground. So he's one really. over, and I, I think he's going to take home the hardware.
1: I don't, I don't think there's any – other pick maybe besides C.J. Stroud. That's, that's There's right.
6: one more. Maybe Blake you can't, you can't say. No, Caleb
1: Williams. You can't yeah. say C.J.
6: Stroud. Yeah. He picked Caleb Williams.
1: Yeah. Picked Caleb Williams. No. Everything you said was
6: correct. Caleb Williams hmm. should win the Heisman. Yeah. What about Just there to throw the him. name out there, what about Max Duggan? That's a TCU TCU you know, that TCU quarterback. No,
1: we got a TCU hater on the Ooh. show. If you can
2: believe it. So... <laughs> Uh, TCU is not very good at football. They have not been anybody to show me that they deserve it. They are the Cincinnati of this year. Cincinnati last year, what happened? Everybody was hyping them up. They went undefeated. They went in, and they lost to Alabama by 55. They didn't get past the 50 until the fourth quarter.
3: Yeah, but they had Sauce Gardner, so. TCU
2: (laughs) has who? (laughs) But fuck
6: Alabama.
1: There you go. You can say that. That's a lot on here.
0: This is a fuck Alabama podcast. <laughs> fuck Alabama.
2: Fuck Alabama. That's what Alabama.
0: As a Georgia fan, fuck Alabama. <laughs> uh, right, 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 right. Well, that's not much better. That's yeah. not that much better. I, I've been a Georgia fan since the Aaron Murray days, so I've been this defeat. As a fan. Defeat.
6: Hey, we him. beat down Aaron Murray, so we'll take that. I'll take my D4 gears. There you go. Everyone, everyone, knows, the, knows, the, the, the,
4: everyone knows the Tennessee the, podcast.
6: <laughs> we can all get behind the Hendon Hooker Van band, I like
4: Vanderbilt, but I think you guys are next. <laughs> now that I tell go. him, he's good, like, what are you guys? I, I don't know. <laughs> Come on, when are you like out here for me? Wait, wait
0: Going back to Max Duggan, I think honestly he's probably. So,
6: there. so is everyone on the Caleb Williams train now? I mean, he's the. I think he's like yes. the. Yes. yes Max Duggan is one of favorite.
0: Intrigue my mind a little bit, though. I think without so you think Max Duggan can make a
6: case for it. If he shows out this week against Kansas State, goes and beats them for a second time in, in the same year, which is, I mean, we've seen the last number of college football seasons is near impossible to beat the same team two times in a season. So do you guys think there's any chance if he goes out, plays his best game of the year, and yeah, Caleb Williams
1: disappoints. They do love that, though. They do love that when you avenge. When you they love it. The committee. At I least mean, you, if you avenge your, you your loss <laughs> against Utah, that's going to be big. But I think if, <laughs> I love that. if, 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 if TCU beats them again and Dugan shows out, he's going to have a case. One for other it.
0: thing. Uh, Max Duggan is the only reason why TCU is good as it is because is of Max.
6: So, I mean,
0: over 3,000 yards, 29 yeah. 000, only three interceptions.
6: Max Duggan's a
0: beast.
4: Yeah, just he's want made to say
1: case. that he's a beast. Let's get into some picks. Let's, let's start. Let's start with our conference, Jacob, or Jake, rather. Oh, I'll cut that out. Let's get it, Jacob. Clemson. Clemson plays North Carolina. Ranked battle, Saturday prime time in Bank of America Stadium. Jake, start us off. Your guest picker today.
6: So I'll start us off with, the, I'll, I'll start you off with the pick and then I'll get to why. So I got Clemson winning and I got Clemson covering. Um, UNC is on a two game losing streak right now. They lost their last two games to Georgia Tech and NC State. Clemson's coming off a bad loss to South Carolina. And I don't remember who said it on your show last week, but someone mentioned they like when a team is playing desperate. And I think Clemson's playing just that. I think Clemson I think that- is the team on the outside that's looking into the playoff. I think should a TCU or a USC lose, I think Clemson is next on deck. So I think they're playing for their college playoffs. Over Ohio
0: State and Bama? Yeah, I
6: like that. Over Ohio State and Bama, yes, just because they they have another game to play against a ranked opponent. Yeah, all right. I like that. Uh, It's it's, going to be really hard for an Ohio State or an Alabama to get in. Alabama with two losses. Um, Clemson with two losses as well, but they have an ACC championship to play for, and I do think that means something.
1: It does. It does. I'm going with them, too. Jackson, who do you like?
6: Yeah, I also like Clemson here for the same exact reason. First of all, I mean,
0: I just don't see how UNC is going to win this game. Clemson is hungry. They understand they still have an opportunity to potentially make a playoff spot. Do I think it will happen? No. I think TCU. will – we'll get into my other picks later. But if Clemson going to win, they'll probably cover too.
4: Give me UNC. Right. This Clemson team sucks. I don't. I don't. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I don't know why. Coming TV from a Notre you. Dame fan, why, why would they, they get into a two-loss team? Who'd they lose to? South Carolina. South Carolina. South <laughs> Carolina. oh, no. right.
0: Carolina's ranked, though. Yeah, I like UNC too. Um, they lost two horrible games back to back, and they need to end the year on a high note. I I'm going UNC. You North think North Drake North. May pulls it out? Stud freshman. Yeah. I do. I love Drake May.
1: I yeah. think Drake May is him, and I do think that. But I think Clemson wins. Next game, Pac-12 Championship, Utah, USC. Friday prime time. Trojans favored by three, but Utah is favored in ESPN's win percentage, sixty-one point two percent chance. What do you think of that, Jimmy?
4: That's crazy. But uh, give me Utah. Give me Utah. I like it. I don't know. They they got something on. On USC, apparently, right? Feed feed him the mix. I'm going USC. I thought we had something going. We had something going
0: until you decided that you were going to pick Utah. Because USC (laughs) is playing for the Pac-12. They're not playing just for USC. They're playing for the Pac-12 to make the playoff. The Pac-12 is desperate to be in the playoff. And USC is their golden boy. Caleb Williams is their golden boy. They need this. USC is going to win this game for the playoff and then they're going to get blown out by either Georgia or Michigan. But they're going to make the playoff.
6: Timmy, I could not have said it better myself, my guy. USC, yeah, USC is playing for the Pac-12 here. I don't see a world in which Utah beats USC. Utah has already beaten USC this year. I don't think they do it again. I think USC wins, USC covers. Caleb Williams is a dog. Lincoln Riley is a dog. Jordan Addison is a dog. Like, I love this team. Um, The only thing on Utah that makes me a little bit nervous, their uh, senior tight end, Dalton Kincaid, is an animal. He showed out in their first matchup. He had 16 receptions, 234 yards, and a touchdown. Not to mention, he is a unit 6'4", 240. So this guy's going to eat, so USC's just got to keep him in check.
0: Yeah, so I'm going to follow up with that. I think USC's better. They're going to win this game. I picked Utah week one. Not a very good pick, seeing as they threw an interception on a two-yard line against Florida, and they lost the game that way. Um, and for that reason, I will never take Utah, USC to win and to
1: go. He's got a thing against them. He bet on him. I'm going with USC for the same reasons, because, and simply, Caleb Williams is the, re- is the recipient of the 2022 Heisman Trophy. That's my thought. Next game, Kansas State, TCU, 12 p.m. Saturday. Big 12 championship in Dallas. I like the Horned Frogs. We talked about it, Max Dugan. I think for TCU's fans, this is like, this has never happened for them. I think they're going to be loud, they're going to show out, and TCU's going to win the game.
0: K State was my team at the beginning of the year. They were the team I loved. Uh, They're not anymore. I think TCU's won this game. I mean, not not that saying K State was going to win the whole thing. Name one player in Kansas State.
1: I can't do a single player in Kansas State. There you go. I just picked them once and they upset
0: the team, so I like, love them ever since. But, is going to win this game. I mean, they understand they can make the playoffs here. I will say, though, they have no chance in the playoffs whatsoever, the whoever they play, whether it's Michigan
6: or Georgia. I think they got a shot against Michigan. Hey now, That might be a bold take, but I think TCU's got a shot against Michigan. You like, you like that, Jake? I don't know what about that. that. Jimmy I likes like, TCU. I think Georgia's a powerhouse. I don't think anyone touches Georgia. USC's the only one that's out of the – Three that has a shot. So I think that match I want to see that matchup. Do just I have permission because of to it. say who's going to actually win the game now?
2: Go for it. Kansas State. that That's a horrible take. TCU's
0: going to win this game. They elaborate? have the playoffs on the line. They got to win. They're going to win TCU.
2: My elaboration? TCU is not good at football. Oh, right. You <laughs>
0: oh, hate. Right. I forgot you hate.
2: TCU.
6: What do you have against TCU? Hey,
5: Nick, you disagree with him?
0: Hey, what do you have against TCU?
6: No, I got to hear, why does he hate TCU?
2: Uh, I don't like them. Yep. <laughs> that's it? You have, J-
3: you have Jackson-like analysis today, now. That's Noah.
1: it. That's, that's no Ross for it. Hey, well, I don't know.
6: He's a man of few words. I got to, well, that's what we do on our show. We're very, like, football, like, heavy, whatever. Yes, we got sure. um. yeah, I got to rock with TCU. I think the playoffs are already set. I think the four teams that are there are going to stay. So, I got TCU. Max Dugan, however you say his name. Like that.
1: Jake, I'll I'll defer to you on this pick to start. LSU and Georgia, 4 p.m. in basically Georgia's home stadium in Atlanta. They play there all the time, I feel
6: like. I won't even analyze this game. You guys are on crack if you're taking LSU.
1: Yeah, I couldn't have said it any better myself. Feed me the dogs. Buy a million.
6: Uh, I
0: will follow up. I will say Georgia will definitely win this football game. There's no doubt in my mind that's going to happen. But LSU will make it a lot closer than what people think. But as always, they'll find a way to lose. I'm not taking LSU to win this game. And take Georgia with this game. This is a 2019 SEC Championship revenge game. Georgia is going to blow them <laughs> out of the water. Give
4: me the dogs.
6: Yeah, Kirby Smart's the, you know, the man.
4: Be a great opportunity to break out a Coach O, Tigers, but. You don't, Jimmy. There's going to be go dogs today. There
1: you go. I love that. Maybe the better bet is to and play the whole game? I'm going with no.
6: Yeah, he does I got play. a question for y'all though. If LSU does pull off the upset, who does Georgia stay in, or does anything change? I don't no, it has to stay they in. have to stay in. They don't have to. Unless it is the
0: loss of the century, Stetson gets hurt. Then, unless like they don't put up a point,
6: but Georgia <laughs> has to make the playoff. I agree, hundred percent. I agree.
1: Last cha- last championship game of the day is Purdue at Michigan. It's another primetime in Indianapolis. Big Ten uh, Championship. I going to start. Uh, Michigan is going to open a can of whoop and beat the living shit out of Purdue. Okay. As always,
0: every every um I guess what is it? Big Ten Championship? Yeah. Either either a is a Michigan. Either the Ohio State team always wins. Well, that's, that's the thing. They're continue. on the wrong
1: side. They got to be on like, the sides of the country. Yes, and
0: there's no one even good on the other side. Like maybe Illinois. No. Alana.
1: The, Illini.
0: no. the Illini's on their side. The no. the their. big the Big Ten West is the worst.
6: It's rid of conferences, so it's gonna be hyped in a couple years or next year whenever they do it. When uh when USC and UCLA come, they're gonna get rid of conferences. It's gonna be so much better. Yeah.
1: Jake, who do you like in this one?
6: I mean Purdue's played one good game this year against Penn State. They kept it close in week 1. That Penn State took that 135 to 31. It was a home game for Purdue. However, Michigan's going to steamroll them. I don't know who we're kidding. They're coming off the biggest win in probably program history.
5: I, yeah, I, I agree. I
1: agree.
0: I mean Purdue played like, Purdue lost to Syracuse. That's,
6: yeah. that's all you need to know.
0: That's all yeah. you need to
1: know.
6: I was He's giving them a doubt, but they they stink.
1: They do no. they, they had a good run. They were they were six and zero, and they had a good run.
2: Noah,
6: yeah. that's first. it.
1: That's it for our picks. Noah, do you want to take us through our surgical seven segment?
2: All right. So this one, we're not going to be doing anything cute. We're going to stick to pure money lines. To start, we're going to go with North Texas to beat UTSA. In the Pac-12 championship game, we obviously USC is going to win. I have Kansas State to beat TCU. I have Ohio wow. to beat Toledo. That's, I Toledo. That's Co- Toledo. I have <laughs> Troy to beat Coastal Carolina. I have Georgia to beat LSU. And lastly, I have UCF, the national championship yes, team, sir. to upset Tulane. No. no. no? I am on <laughs> the green wave, Tulane I, is winning.
6: To win Get
3: and
6: that win. Song crap out of here. UCF. I hate Gus Malzahn, man. X-Auburn guy.
1: Yeah. We see why. X-Auburn, we see why. We see
0: why. UCF see why. The the deserved win. the national chance. They deserved the chance. No, no, no. They, they did not at all.
3: They're frauds, but they're going to win. They, don't, they didn't deserve it. They won it. So...
1: You know, we'll we'll go through some records for last week as we finish up here, Jake. We will calculate your record and we oh, will I let, like let to point you know
0: out. of it. I looked back and read the notes. Gio is now disqualified from the rankings because he gave himself an extra two wins <sighs> to put himself in
1: front of Jimmy. That's, that's not that's two not extra what I did. games. Nope, this did not happen. Two extra games this did not happen
0: because we were tied.
3: Can't go on the we were, bus. We were,
0: we were tied, and then you go. We had the same record the past two weeks sure. or so we past okay. week. Okay, this. This and
1: now I'm you a team fun team win, and it's more than Jimmy? No, I'm I losing to Jimmy. Promoted. I'm losing to Jimmy. Yeah,
4: Stop fudging like, the
6: numbers, Jimmy. Give me my
4: win.
1: Jimmy, you're in first, 22 and 13. I'm in second, 21 and 14. Jackson's oh, in third. You're not 21 and 14. Yeah, I know. I'm Well, I win. You added the game somewhere. We added our Thanksgiving records in. Noah had the best record. He was 3 and now. Shout out to Nick Petralia, picking for Timmy last week. He was 4 and 3. <clears throat> in the regular games that we picked, and two and one on
3: Thanksgiving. And they said, I don't know anything about college football. Let's go, baby. Come on. That's
1: right. That's right. So that'll, that'll do it for a rambunctious episode of good the last week.
0: I like Jake, I like the Fordham prep. You're rambunctious.
1: Go Rams. Jake, we
0: thank
6: you for joining us. Yeah, yeah.
1: Good luck rest in the year. Stay having
6: me. Yeah. Thanks for, listening.
1: Hey, hey, all listening. And thanks for listening, guys. It's been a hell of an night.